You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. This is the seventh week and it is still forward that we're talking about. Parang hindi pa tayo makamove on sa forward. Tama ba? Hindi naman po yun. It's just that forward is a discipleship series. We're talking about discipleship. We're talking about honoring God and making disciples. And it's at the heart of victory. Maaring uh, may kasanayan po tayo sa mga ibang simbahan. Pero napadpad po tayo dito. We want to let you know that this is our identity. We exist to honor God and make disciples. It's our seventh week. And we've been on several parts of the forward series. We had three weeks. Everybody say three weeks. Talking about just following Jesus Christ. We honor God here in Victory. That's why through our spiritual disciplines, prayer, reading the Bible, through the very important doctrines of salvation, the Trinity, all these things. Wow, parang sakit na ulo sa theology yun ah. But we get to know our God deeper and deeper. That's why it's very important. That was three whole weeks getting to know Jesus Christ. And my prayer is that you encounter Jesus Christ in those three weeks. Nakilala niyo po ba siya? Na, na nagpakilala po ba siya sa inyo ng mas masinsinan, mas malalim and I believe nobody walks away from Jesus Christ not having been changed tama ho ba? that's why after following Jesus we had three more weeks about what? fishing for men when you meet the Lord Jesus Christ when you encounter His love and His grace you can't help but share it honestly, all you need is love tama ho ba yung kantang yun? people need love What's going down south and what's going down in our hearts, what's going down in, our, in our, not just our country, but in our homes, in our schools, is because people need love. I was just at a family camp the other week. So sinabi ko, sa totoo lang po, pag ang bata lumaki na walang pagmamahal, talaga that broken heart will lead them to acts of anger and acts of hate. That's why it's really in the families. We need to be sharing love. Not just out there in our schools and our workplaces, even at home. Sa mga anak natin, sa mga asawa po natin. That's why we fish for men. That's why we talk about understanding the gospel, understanding what Jesus Christ did. And when we understand it deeply, we can't keep it to ourselves and we have to preach the gospel. And it's not just preaching the gospel that we give. It's a whole lifetime of discipleship that Jesus offers. That's why we talked about discipleship mandate last week with Pastor Chico. And now, inhale. Exhale. The seventh week, we are going to fellowship with believers. I don't know about you, but if we're talking about church community, sa totoo lang, and I feel the Lord sees this, I'm satisfied with just coming in. Makinig po ako sa preacher, minsan may joke, pag si Pastor Carlo, medyo madrama, pero I walk away learning a little bit and that's fine. For some of you who don't know, that's me. I'm Pastor Carlos Santos. I'm one of the pastors here in Victory. In the past years, I've been the kids' ministry pastor. That's why you'll hear a lot of stories about the children and the families. Because I've, I've been the kids' pastor and I still continue to do so. But fellowshipping with believers, being part of a Victory group, having friends here, letting them know what my life is, wag na, medyo shy ako eh. Oh, ako po din. This is really what church is about. I'm okay with the services. 
But is that what church community is all about? So many things come to mind when it comes to church. Ang iba sa, iba, iba sa atin, ang alam sa church, lugar, nakita ng anak ko, uy, nakita ko yung cross, oh, dun sa, pumunta kami sa, sa bahay namin sa Quezon City before. And nakita niya, uy, nakita ko, that's the church, yung may cross. Tapos sinabi ko sa kanya, hindi, po, hindi lang siya isang lugar. When the Bible says the church, it's the people, not just the place. So what is a church community? Yung iba sa atin, sa totoo lang, sugatan, nasaktan na, nasubukan na itong, itong bagay na to, itong church na to. And we got hurt. Some of us have, been, have lost confidence in the church. But the church, let me tell you, remains the only hope of the world. Some say, tanggalin ang simbahan, tingnan natin kung anong mangyayari sa lipunan. Delikado. The church is still being perfected. We're nowhere near being perfect. But it's still the perfect plan of God to bring hope and healing to the world. Let me try this. Subukan lang po natin, ha? Some of you can, can, can answer, okay? It's okay to answer back with this particular portion of the message. I'm going to show you uh, some logos because I want to ask you, I want to draw out a question from you. Pag may nakita tayong itong logo na to, we automatically sometimes think, ah, ito yung produkto nito. So medyo maglaro tayo ng konti. When I show this logo, tell me what the product is. Okay lang mo ba? Just shout it out. Okay? Kaya nyo naman siguro yun. I'm sure. So, what's the product of this logo? Wow. Wow, fries! Paborito ko po yung fries nito. Sunday. Burger. Food. Burger. Fries. Sunday. Ito po yun. Ito. Ko- Nakatadaming coffee drinker dito ah. Kape. Ako minsan gusto ko naka-dectrose ako ng kape. Dito pupunta. Kape. Ito. Gadgets, uh, computer, software. Alright. Minsan buhay na natin yung ganito. Alright. Pasensya na po sa mga yung iba yung ginagamit. Ito. Shoes. Sportswear. Apparel. Ito. So, shoes. Ito. Pantalon. Ito ba? Hindi. Hindi pala yun. Ang ko ngayon. Pants. Ito. Koche, search browser, search engine. Hindi, ko, hindi kasi po ako pwede mag-endorse sa message ko eh, kaya kayo na bahala magsabi nun. Search engine, ito. Videos. Videos, uh, things about family life, things about information. Alam mo, lahat nat- pwede natin matutunan, di ba? Aralin mo paano mag-pray ng gitara, paano mag-kumanta, mag-log on ka na lang dito. What about this? Information, national information, uh, information about the environment, yung mga hayop, all these things about the world. Ito, information. It's the church. That's what it is. But what's the product? Sige. What's the service? What's the product of a church? What's the product of this church? Disciples. Honoring God. Pasensya na, I'm gonna end with this logo. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, next generation. What's the product of victory? Today, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling that the, the season is turning. Diba? Parang patapos na rin po yung tag-init. Parating na yung tag Mas mainit? Hindi naman. Parating na yung uh, tag-ulan. And I believe also, as there's also going to be a turning point in what's going on in the country, there's also going to be a turning point in this very simple message in your life. 
I believe the Lord is turning your heart right now as you ask yourself this question. Ano nga ba naman ang hinahanap ko sa simbahan? Why do I come here every week? What am I looking for? What does the church give me? Well, the message is going to tell you this is what we offer and this is only what we offer. So it could possibly be that you are coming here looking for the wrong thing and you're not getting it. That's why you're not satisfied. Or possibly it could be that this is exactly what you need and a light bulb, the Holy Spirit, is going to open your heart and say, that's what I've been looking for. And I never could really find out. But I believe the Word is going to speak to us today, particularly sa buhay po ni Pedro and how the first church came to be. It is the first book after the Gospels. After the book of John, it is already in Acts. Although it was written by the Dr. Luke who wrote the Gospel of Luke. Acts 2 chronicles what happened in the early church and this is how chapter 2 starts in verse 42. So they had just been preached to by Peter and they've accepted the gospel in Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit came upon them and many thousands were added to the church. And this is what happened. If you can read it with me, feel free to do so. Verse 42 says, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe, everybody say awe. Awe came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together, say together, and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds, once again, to all as any had need. And day by day, not just week in, week out, day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number, day by day, those who were being saved. Let's pray. Father, as we prayed for the country, for the accuser and the deceiver to be silenced, today I pray for the same thing. Lord, reign supreme. Be preeminent. Marami po kaming mga mga problema. Marami po kaming iniisip. Parating na po ang ang pasukan. Nag-iisip na po kami ng tuition. Nag-iisip kami ng parang wala kaming pahinga for the summer. Pagod na kami sa trabaho. We're thinking about our families that are going through trouble and trials and travail. Lord, you still reign supreme. You are still preeminent and your word says everything holds together in you, Jesus Christ. Hold us together tonight, this afternoon. Protect our ears, Lord, from any lie or concern or deception from the enemy. Any voice that is not from you, Lord, silence them in the name of Jesus. Lord, let that question be in our hearts. Bakit nga naman ako nandito? What am I looking for in the church? And what does your church, why is it here? What is it here to offer me? And from today forward, I pray, Holy Spirit, that everyone answers that question and they will decide whether I am here and I belong here or I do not. Lord, only like your Holy Spirit did long ago, let only those that you have decided, have planned, have predestined 
to be here, to be your children, to be part of what you're doing. Let them belong. Let them stay. Let them hear your voice through your Holy Spirit, telling them, you're home. You're home. Speak to us today, Lord, and be glorified in the end. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. This is what the early church was all about. We're going to travel back in time. This is how they did it. And this is how we're going to learn how we are going to build, how God, rather, is building His church. There are three things that the church had, what the church has to offer also. Number one is this. Everybody say devotion. Devotion. It's a relationship with God. Verse 42 started this way. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Then all came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. I don't know if you've ever experienced healing here in this church. I don't know if you've had prayers answered here in this church. I believe you have. And some of you have enjoyed people praying for you and the fellowship. All of these things, kahit itong sinasabi ko po sa inyo, it will not have any kind of power or any kind of effect if it did not come from God. All the teachings and everything that we're learning, everything that we feel, if we feel like we belong to this place, if we feel like, wow, grabe, ang sarap ng, ng lugar na to, all these people, it's because it comes from God. Nobody else, not the pastors, certainly not me. Not even the victory group leaders and the volunteers that are here that are always shaking your hand and welcoming you. It does not, the good feeling you have when you come here, it does not come from them. It comes only from the Word of God. God Himself. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings about God. They depended on it. Ang nagpapakain lang po sa atin ay yung salita ng Diyos. No man can live on bread alone, but on the Word of God. Alam niyo po, I have been part of many movements. As some of you know, I was an activist after I graduated. And I've seen many organizations. I've been part of artistic movements also. I've seen many creative filmmakers and artists also gather together. And they're united. They're united for a time with, with a mission and a vision. But nothing unites us better than a person. Victory has existed for more than 30 years. And only by the grace of God, because He is here, because it's all about Him and not about any personality, we've never experienced a split. And I pray that we continue to pray for that as God continues to grow us. But that's why there's all. Because it's all based on the fascination, not on an ideology, not on one vision or isang, isang, isang patakaran or policy. It's based on one man, one God. Jesus Christ, sent by the Father, glorified by the Holy Spirit. That's why there is awe. That's why there is signs and wonders. I'm believing some of you have experienced that healing. Some of you have experienced a prophetic feeling that somebody's talking, he's talking about theology, he's talking about doctrine, and yet parang, parang yung pangalan ko nakasulat doon. Parang ako yung kinakausap ng Panginoon. That's being prophetic. God is speaking through someone, through the Word. That's all. That's sign and wonder. When you hear something being prophesied to you and it actually happens, that's because God is doing the work. It's God alone. I don't know if you know that song. I guess the millennials don't know that song. Hopelessly devoted to you. Yee. Hopelessly devoted. 
There was that song that Olivia Newton-John sang, and that was that whole song that she just looked beautiful. And then, of course, not as beautiful as my wife. I'm wholly, hopelessly devoted to you. Yee-hee, foggy fights. <laughs> the Bible describes our relationship with Jesus Christ like a marriage. He's the bridegroom. You can't help but fall in love with his word. David writes about so many songs. Lord, I love your law. Love your law? Who loves the law? But he loves the law. Why? He's hopelessly devoted to God. Because anytime you encounter this mighty, gracious, loving God, you can't be anything less than hopelessly devoted to Him. But that's what hopelessly devoted is. I will read your word. I will spend time with you. I, I, even though I need to rush to work, I hope you're early at work, huh? I will wake up early to spend time with you and pray with you and bow down and listen for you, wait for your word. I'll join a victory group, not because the pastor is telling me to do so or it's a requirement to join the music ministry or any kind of ministry, but because I'm devoted to you, because you're just so awesome. In fact, if you come here week in, week out, and none of these, it, nothing moves you to do any of these things. Nothing moves you to raise your hand. Nothing moves you to open the Bible when you're at home. Then who is the Jesus that you met here on Sunday? The Jesus that the Bible talks about is preeminent, is supreme, is wonderful, is powerful, and gracious and loving. Who did we meet on a week, on a weekend? If you've met Jesus and you haven't fallen in love with His Word, or you can't help but give your voice and your hands, your time, or even your money, or your relationships, or your family, if you can't give it all back to Him, who was He whom we met? Maybe, baka yung katabi natin, yung, yung medyo pinag, nainggan nyo tayo mag-worship. Wow, ganda mo, Arsha. Praise God for her. Or maybe it's the, wow, Lord, thank you for this place. I'm so relaxed here. I'm so inspired here. Maybe it's the experience that you go for here for. But God is offering us nothing less. He's reaching out His hand, and what He wants to give you is a relationship. He wants to be with you. Ayaw niya yung napakalayo natin sa Kanya that you feel like you don't even know whether He's with you when you're doing your budget for the tuition for the kids. When you're praying for a promotion in your career because ayaw mo na yung kanin na lang tsaka asukal tsaka asin yung kinakain mo. I don't know if that's happening to you, but if you don't feel like God is involved there, well, He's offering you that. That He's involved with you in your everyday. Baka tayo sana maganon din tayo. Uy! Nandito pa lang Panginoon kasama ko. Would you take His hand? Would you take Him in a relationship? That's devotion. Everybody say devotion. Number two that the church is here for, it's to have what? Communion. And this is not the practice communion. Communal union. Relationship with God with fellow believers. Once again, reviewing. Verse 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, the fellowship, breaking of bread, and all came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were being done. Everything comes from the Word of God. The awe came, and then suddenly they were moved to do this. Their love for each other suddenly changed. Remember the Moses and the Israelites in the wilderness? They really had everything together. Everything was communal, but something happened. They reached the promised land. 
There were now all these laws segregating what was yours and what was not. What would happen if you stole from someone? What you'd have to do if you got somebody's lamb or somebody's bull? Even if you killed it by accident, what you have to do? All these laws. Suddenly, it was different. They didn't care. Everything was being shared. Everything was in common. They were selling possessions and belongings to distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. To clarify lang po, ah, this is a description of their community, not a prescription. Alam niyo yung pagkakaiba? Ibig sabihin, hindi ko sinasabing dapat ganyan tayo. It, it doesn't mean that. But they, a radical transformation happened in the hearts of these people. That they would just give away. They could, hindi nila matitiis na nangangailangan yung katabi nila. Tapos sila meron. Whether it's a house, a home, or, or, or food, they, all, they opened it all to any as had need. What else were they doing together? They were breaking bread together. So totoo lang po, I'm not like that. I'm not so... When it comes to my home and breaking bread, what breaking bread means is you, you're, you're there for a meal. Ayan lang siya, oh. Tapos kung paano kang umuya, kitang-kita niya. It's too vulnerable ba? Parang nakaka, nakakaya. So breaking bread every day with someone is, is very... It makes you very vulnerable. And I'm not like that. I don't want to invite people to come see me in my home. Nakakalat-kalat yung mga damit ko. But they were like that. Day by day, they attended the temple together. And breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts. Praising God and having pay- favor with all people. Naintindihan ko po yun na when you come here, you would prefer to just stay here and not join victory groups not have relationships with other people, na nakikita po yung anong nangyayari sa buhay natin, naiintindihan ko po yun. Ako din lumaki po akong ganun. I grew up always looking for affirmation and approval. And I don't know if that's your experience, but I've been looking for approval from my parents, my dad, and he was a very busy dad. So I felt like nothing was ever good enough. So when that happens to someone growing up, hindi ko alam, naranasan nyo na ba yun? Yung lagi na kayo naghahanap ng approval sa lahat ng tao, Pupunta ka sa barkadang ito. Magkagulo tayo, magsaya tayo. Do you do anything? Magjo-joke ka, gagawin mo lahat para lang, para lang mahaling ka. I would do that. I would join this group. I would join this group. Kaya ang weird ng mga groups ko. I was an activist for a few years. Then I was an artist for a few years. Then I was an animator for a few years. And I honestly never felt comfortable in any of those groups. We had fun. I met the most amazing people. Pero... But I still didn't belong. So I understand. Relationships? Wag na lang. I can do things on my own anyway. That's hard. Especially when you're trying to build a church relationship. Bakit? Kasi mga kristyanong yan eh. Kala mo kung sino nagsasalita. Diba? There are so many expectations from a Christian. And if you somehow offend someone, parang mas masakit. Christiano ka ba naman? Yung ganun, we have all these expectations. We're thinking that Christian people will give us a relationship with God. But it's backward. Can I give it to you straight? You can't build a relationship with God depending on the relationship with His people. It's the other way around. We have, we already have a relationship with God. And God being involved in our lives helps us build relationships with other Christians. Imperfect followers. 
offensive followers. God's people who, ay, yung damit niya, nako yung amoy niya. Oh, oh, even as offensive, uh, the way he, he talks. Hindi ko get, di niya ako naintindihan, hindi niya ako ina-affirm. Ayoko na rito. Yes, those kinds of people. We can build relationships with them. How? With a relationship with God already. We already have that. But God wants us to have relationships with His people. That's why He's here with us. So that He can build. How do I know? Because the Word says this. Let me jump a little bit to 2 Corinthians 5. Just so that we know what God really wants. All this is from God. Who through Jesus Christ reconciled us to Himself and gave us them what? The ministry of? God is after relationship. God is after reconciliation. He even gave us the message of reconciliation. Maybe some of us have been offended by a Christian, by someone who goes to victory, or someone who goes to another church. And now we're wary, we're cautious. Ayoko na. Makikinig na lang ako dun sa word ni God. But that's it. I challenge you today. I encourage you. I exhort you. Let's build imperfect relationships because we already have a relationship with a perfect God. Because that is what He's after. I ask permission for this story. One of my very first Victory Group members, uh, yung start po ng relationship namin, medyo tagilid na. Uno pa lang, ayaw niya ikwento sa akin yung mga, yung mga problema niya, yung mga 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 struggle niya dun sa pag-iinom, mga struggle niya sa babae, yung mga struggle din niya sa lalaki. Ayaw niya ikwento. He would cover it up. He would flat out lie to me. Covering up a childhood of abuse. Emotional, verbal, and rarely physical abuse. And then when naungkat po namin sa kanya na ganun pala yung pinagdaanan niya, then we started. That Finally, when he finally tell, told it to me, then we started years of therapy with him. I would be invited to his counseling sessions. Grabe! Sabihin ko sa inyo, nakakainip minsan. Na-test yung patience ko. Parang hindi ka na ba okay? Hindi na ba enough yung gospel sa buhay mo? Hindi ka na ba transform na? Maayos na dapat yung kilos mo? Maayos na dapat yung panalalita mo? Yung ayos mo? Yung pananamit mo? I would go through all these things with him. But let me tell you, grabe, that more, more than anything, I'm the one who benefited from that friendship. It taught me patience. It taught me that God really does transform people. And even up to today, up to today after our therapy, then we joined, he were together in ministry, and then he left the ministry to go on to another ministry, but we're still together. In fact, I'm celebrating his birthday today, so you know, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to have dinner. We still connected. That's a relationship. But it's not easy. It's not. But let me guarantee you, if you're, if you're one of those people who have been hiding in church, who doesn't want to show yourself to anybody, God wants to be part of your life through these people. These people will pray for you. These people won't judge you. They'll love you through the years. Through the years. Through the seasons. You'll have your own families. I'm excited the day that my friend gets married. I'm praying with him for that. Kahit na bastard siya. 
Kahit ilang beses mangyari yun, I'm praying with him. And I'm gonna, I'm, uh, someday, I'm, he's gonna walk down the aisle and I'll be there. Do we have those kinds of relationships that are there when we turn around? Guys, because there's going to be a turnaround in your life. Do you know that? God is gonna turn around your finances. God is gonna turn around your emotional, emotional struggles, your physical struggles, your academic struggles. But he's gonna use people to be there when that happens. But talagang masarap na may kasama, di ba, when these turnarounds happen? Talk about turnaround. Let's just go back to Peter. There was a story once. Remember the weeks ago, pinag-usapan natin yung reinstate siya ni Jesus? Di ba? Peter was the one who denied him three times. So, when Jesus came back, he asked Peter three times, Do you love me? Tama ba? Do you love me? Do you love me? And this is a funny thing that happened. Peter, Peter turned after he was reinstated and Jesus told him that you will glorify me. Peter turned after, after na reconciled sila ni Jesus. And he saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them. The one who also had leaned back against him during the supper and had said, Lord, who is that who is going to betray? This is none other than John himself. Kasi si Peter and si John, legendary po yung rivalry nila. Magkaribal yung dalawang yan. Even when Jesus first met them, they were, they were no, that's them, running after one another. Parang nakipagkarerahan sila lagi for favor with Jesus. The first time they met, they were both fishermen. It's not really like that. John had his own boat. And sa sobrang laki ng catch ni Peter, di ba? He had to get another boat and another, John had to help him out. Rivals. What happened also? Both Peter and John enjoyed closeness with Jesus na sila lang po yung kasama ni James, yung nandun sa mountain of transfiguration. When Moses and Elijah came from heaven and they, 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 they proclaimed the identity of Jesus Christ as the Son of God. Pero si Peter mas pumapel. Sabi niya, Lord, tulungan natin yung si Moses at si Elijah. Gawin natin siya ng medyo shelter. Relax muna tayo dito. Si John siguro parang talagang Pedro nito. Naunaan na naman ako. Ganyan silang dalawa eh. That's why when Jesus reinstated Peter, Peter was saying, okay, wow, Lord, we're back together again, together again, another song. And then he looked back. That's not actually the picture. They were walking on the beach, actually. Out of, Eve's, out of the other people's uh, hearing. Pero ibig sabihin, si John, nandun. Parang sumusundot ng konti, humapapil ng konti. Anong pa pinag-usapan ng mga to? Kaya si Pedro, napaganoon siya. Si, eh, paano naman siya? Lord, tayo, okay na tayo. Eh, paano yan si John? Concerned pa rin? Apektado pa rin? Paano naman tong si John? So, Jesus had to say this. If it's my will that he remain until I come. Parang sinasabi niya, eh, ano naman ngayon kung gusto kong hindi mamatayan? Kung yan yung gusto kong mangyari kay, kay John. Kasi sinabi niya kay Pedro, ikaw mamamatay ka. Pero in a way that will glorify me. So, follow me. That was the last thing he said when they got reconciled. So he was saying, paano naman si John? So sinasabi ni Jesus, eh yan, kung gusto kong hindi siya mamatay, eh ano na ngayon? Eh ano sa'yo? Basta ikaw, just follow me. He was saying that. Kulit mo talaga, Pedro. Kaya ito nangyari, sa 23 down, nagkaroon ng chismis na hindi daw mamamatay si John. Eh sino pa magchichismis nun? Hindi siyempre si John din. So itong dalawang to, kakaiba. Pero look at what happens to them. Look what happens to Peter and John. After the Pentecost, when Jesus goes up to heaven and the Holy Spirit descends on them, I don't know what it's like for some of you when you're praising and worshiping. Does color and fire open up in your heart? 
something happened to them. And after that, it was Peter, not John, who rose up alone, well, among them, but he rose up and he stood up and he stood out among the apostles and he preached the gospel and thousands received Jesus Christ and were added to the church. Just Peter. And afterwards, they would go out on missions. They met a blind man, and it was Peter who was saying, I don't have anything to give you. I don't have silver and gold, but I can give you the gospel. And the gospel heals. And John, look at John. Humbly standing by, submitting to to Peter's leadership. They have an encounter with God. A devotional encounter with God. And the relationship is healed and reconciled. And the third thing that the church has, another thing that unites the church, makes us stronger together, is this, a mission. Everybody say mission. A relationship for the lost. When they started going out for the lost, something united them stronger than anything else. Yes, they were attending temple together. They were breaking bread together. They were praising God together and having favor with all the people. And it was the Lord adding to their number day by day those who were being saved. Mission binds Christians together more than anything else. Because that's where the Spirit of God goes. For the lost. Disciples are continually added. You know what? What will happen when we continue to enjoy fellowship with another with each other? When nutrients aren't flowing, when the blood is not flowing throughout the body and it's not replenished with new blood, new skin also, it rots. It rots. Relationships are deepened and strengthened through missions. What strengthens a couple sometimes? Sometimes po ah. When they have a baby. Diba kami ng asawa ko, sa totoo lang yung first year, feeling ko hindi namin kaya. It will make or break you. Parang, balik na na yung mundo ko, may anak na kami. Tinanong niya ako ng isang araw, nakatulog ka na bang maayos? Sabi ko, apat na taon na yata kung hindi nakakatulog na maayos. Dahil may anak na kami. But even then, what, what, you know what? We're stronger together now. There are things we're doing together, preparing the house before we leave, packing the bags. Medyo clockwork na kami para sa isa't isa. We're stronger because we have a child. It's the same with the church. When we're bringing in God's children, we are made stronger. Because the Lord, the Lord built His church to be that. Just two weeks ago, we had a family camp. And let me just tell you what happened. Yan ang sayo, may water gun fight po kami. We pitched our tents. Yan yan ako. Nagigil, nagigil. We had a great time. Ang hindi ko pa pinapakita dito, yung medyo nangyari sa amin na naulanan po kami. Every day that we were there, there were, in the afternoon, bumuhos ng bumuhos. And it would have been a problem. Tinapon namin yung programa. Wala na, wala na ba yung schedule? Ibayin na natin yung schedule natin, yung kalendary natin. But what happened was, I saw parents protecting their children. I saw volunteers helping them carry their tents and transplanting it to another place, in a drier place. I saw them helping them pack their bags to go into the car so that they'll dry up. It was amazing. It was a church. And I went to a dad once and I said, Pasensya na po, nagkagulo tayo. Medyo na nabuhusan, di namin alam. Well, we, we, the forecast was that, but we had faith. We just had contingency plans. But still, sayang yung oras, ilang, ilang oras din yun. 
And sabi ng dad sa akin, Pastor, okay lang yun. Nakita ko nga eh, nung nag- medyo kumilos na tayong lahat para protektahan yung mga bata, tapos ayusin yung mga gamit natin, parang ganun din si Lord, di ba? Pag may nangyaring problema sa buhay, akala natin hindi siya kumikilos, pero ang dami niyang ginagawa. I proclaim that over your life now. Whatever you're going through, God is doing so much more that you cannot see. And He's protecting you. But what He wants the church to do is kind of like what we were going through in the VBC. It was an amazing time. Itong linggo lang to, this past weekend, Vacation Bible Camp, the Cave Quest. It's ages 4 to 8 years old, little kids coming to know Jesus Christ through dance, through snacks. Ayan naman yung anak ko. Praising and worshiping God. We, had, we decorated the place. We decorated everything. We, all the rooms were beautiful. We had props. We had games. Most especially the, the people, the friends they made. What was all this for? All these months of preparation. What is this for? So that these lost little children will come home to Christ. That's what a church does. It has a relationship with God. There's devotion. This is what this church does. There's devotion to God. It has relationships with another, with other believers, and it fishes for men. That's the word that the word church comes from, ecclesia, and it means this, called out ones. Sounds like Messiah, no? That's no accident because Messiah means sent out, chosen one. He was also chosen and he was also sent out. Each one of us here is also chosen. We're chosen to, be, to go out. We're chosen to be devoted to God as we encounter Him. We're chosen to, be, to, to, to connect with one another deeply, not shallowly, but deeply. And we're chosen to be a salt and light of the world to bring God's other children home. This devotion that we have to God, this relationship with God that we have, we're saved by it. We're saved by this relationship. And we're sustained by our relationships together. And the purpose is that we may be sent together to offer this relationship to others. What's the common word in all of these? Relationship. As we offer ourselves up to God in worship, let Him minister to you and let it be clear to you that what God is offering is a relationship. Not a weekly experience. Not a seasonal activity. But a relationship. That results in relationship. That offers relationship. Our hearts offered up to you. May you find your church here. May you find your children here. The Lord wants to speak to some of us today. Those of us who have been hurt before, offended before. Yes, by someone who professed to be a Christian. Somebody who professed to follow Jesus Christ. And yet, somehow seemed unloving to us. The Lord wants to send a healing spirit to you right now. His Holy Spirit. To heal you. To allow you to, speak, to feel His freedom right now that you might be free to forgive that person. And the Lord wants to strengthen you. 
Would you surrender that burden to me? That long time burden you've had. That chip on your shoulder. That issue you've had in your heart. Would you surrender that to me? I believe the Lord is asking you. Because I have a life of freedom in store for you. I have many relationships and friendships that will stand by if you just let them in in your life. But let me be the first relationship that you will nurture, that you will strengthen, that you will have. My word says, the Lord says, that you struggle to hold on to that which I hold on to you, the Lord says. I hold on to you. I have not let you go. Would you not, would you not let that, that bitterness go, that offense go? Right now, Lord, send your Holy Spirit to their hearts. Right now, just cleanse us. Bring, bring refreshment, Lord. Bring freedom, Lord. Bring a wave, Lord, of a healing touch to our hearts, of our, over those emotional wounds, Lord. Let us send a peace beyond understanding right now, guarding our hearts as we turn to you, as we thank you. Thank you for, for sending your son, for forgiving us, for not having an issue with us, and bringing us into your family. We thank you in Jesus' name. Now some of us, the Lord wants to speak to as well, another group of people. That you've been here years and your relationship with the Lord has become routinary. I think that's me also. I believe He's speaking to us right now and saying, take one more step. There's just one step I want you to take and you've been afraid. You didn't want people to let you in. Maybe there's some kind of secret, something that happened, a past failure, a past shame that you didn't want people to know because you thought they'd judge you. The Lord says, take this step with me because I have forgiven you. I've sent my son to die for you. I did not withhold him for you. Will I not graciously give all things? Will I not give you a life free from that past failure and shame? Will I not give you new relationships and a new strong heart? A strong heart that is not just, it's not, it's not so sensitive to the, the slings and arrows of the enemy. That's just the enemy. The one that's telling you, you're not worth these friends. You're not worth these people. You're not worthy to be in church. You're too dirty. That's the enemy. And we silence that voice right now in the mighty name of Jesus. You are a son. You are a daughter of God. And your father is bringing you home, has brought you home. He, you are dwelling in his house forever. You are a co-heir with Christ and you have a mighty big inheritance. Explore it. Right now, be freed. Be freed right now. That thing that you don't want to do, that thing you don't want to share, take that next step. Give it to me, the Lord says. And when you share that with your friends, when you share that, come to a victory group leader. I believe the Lord is going to do amazing things. If right now, just bow your heads. If you're a victory group leader, I want you to raise your hand. Raise it high because I want people to see. Those of you who aren't group, victory group leaders, you can go ahead and look around. 
if you're near someone like, th like that who's raising his hand, this is a man or a woman called out by God to love you, to pray with you, pray for you and stand with you. Not for a weekend, not for an experience, but for a season. I hope if you're raising your hand, you're prepared to do that. We've been called out by God to show His love. So please make note of that. The Lord says, if you take this step, I will show you such love. I will show you such support. I will pour forth such a spirit, not of timidity, not of fear, but a spirit of power, a spirit of love. A spirit of even discipline when you need it. All these, I will pour all, all the fruits of the Spirit. Joy, peace, the peace that you've been looking for. But I'll do it in a relationship. Take this step with me, the Lord says. And I will be here. Could we join them, these particular group leaders, and raise our hands? Father, thank you. The world is watching and the world creation is frustrated, your word says. It's frustrated. They're waiting for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed. Where is the church during this time? Lord, I declare a church that loves you so much. That loves your word so much. That loves your law so much. That loves prayer time with you so much. That they'll even love one another. They'll love imperfectly but because of a perfect God we'll love one another so that when the world sees abused children will see broken families will see criminals will see fundamentalist terrorists will see People with anger and hate and brokenness in their hearts, they will see a church that loves. A church that is in awe of a perfect loving God. And Father, I declare a turning point in all the lives of your children, whatever that is. You turned everything around on the cross and I declare that right now. A turning of finances, a turning of relationships, broken relationships, a turning of persecution in the family, a turning of discipline in the workplace, a turning of, of professional excellence, Lord. Turning, turning, turning. And may our broken hands, may our mourning and grief turn into joy, our weakness turned into love and your glory. May they bring you honor. That's all we want, Lord. May they bring you honor. May they bring you glory in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a hand. Like I said, you decide. Hear from the Holy Spirit and you decide. But know that the Lord blesses you. The Lord wants His face to shine upon you every day of your life. And whatever you're going through, may His peace be with you. As He is gracious to you all the time. And His steadfast love reigns forever and ever and ever and ever. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.